honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I think that internal voice is, is I've learned that I, I have authority over it. I've learned that I can, I can turn that off, that, that uh, um, you know, I, I've dealt with a lot of anxiety in my life and, and just the ability, the authority that I have that God has given me to command the enemy to leave. Um, and I, I really take that seriously. And that's been a huge part of my, just my well-being and my growth. And uh, fear can creep into any business and creep into our heads so easily. Uh, and if we don't command it to leave, it'll take us over. Amen. Uh, All right. So we're here with Neil and Caleb. Tell me about, a little bit about yourself, what you do, a little bit about your backstory, and what got you here. So, uh Real estate agent is my profession and uh, have, have been doing that for 16 years. So a lot of ups and downs, a lot to talk about there. And then in addition to that, Caleb and I started a show called I Love Madison, where we help people that are new to Madison get connected to people, places, and events that are happening in Madison. And we're doing that through a podcast, blog, and then a video blog or blog. I met Neil through real estate, but I recently left real estate and I'm now started my own freelance video business. So perfect, perfect. Videography, photography. Tell me more about the journey between, and th- and this applies to both of you. So you both met each other through real estate and you both were in real estate. Tell me about the journey to how you made that creative jump. What was that moment where you kind of said, I mean, I, I, you're still doing real estate, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but you're still also fully invested with the I Love Madison. So tell me more about that jump that you guys took into how you decided this is where I want to be, this is what I, I think is going to be beneficial moving forward. Yeah. Um, for me, it was like I was supplementing my income with real estate, doing doing media, and the goal was like always to do that full-time, but just didn't have enough business to do it. But it became enough where I was like, okay, I can now jump into this full-time. Uh, and then when you came to me, you, you, you had the idea to start the show, and you came to me, like one of the, I was one of the first people you came to, and you were like, I want to do this show, but I'm, I need your help. And I was like, dude, I'm ready to lay it all on the line. Like, I want to make this happen. Like, uh, let's do this. And it kind of just went from there. Yeah, yeah. And for me, it started in 2008, the recession. I, I was paying for advertising up to that point. I was paying radio station, and I was paying print advertising. And, and all of that went away in the recession. I couldn't, I couldn't afford to pay anymore. So I had to think of other ways, and YouTube and Facebook landed in my lap. And so then I started producing content and just started believing in being a media company that happens to sell real estate. I want to dive into that. That that to me is really interesting. So I've always thought that the future of advertising isn't on TV, mm-hmm. isn't on radio. I think you're going to start to see people like us creating content for brands, for people on their Twitter account, yep. for their Instagram account. So how did that change? How did you see, having started from radio advertising, yep. how have you seen that change? And even you, how have you noticed the production change even just in your time producing content because yeah. I know that even just from my experience how much has changed over the last two three years yeah. but like you yeah. started with radio and, right. and how right. do you see that difference now well I see it like 
I, mean, I was spending $25,000 a year for radio advertising. What? Right? Yeah. That's and crazy. so I looked at that expense and I thought, what if I just created the radio station? Yes. Right? And and just re- remove that. And uh, not only do I get all of the time, all of the exposure, um, but I don't have to pay that 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 big expense. And so that was that was kind of like the beginning of the aha moment of like, Hey, I can, I can, I, with, with the way media is today, I don't have to pay the radio station. I can create this own media on my own. So from a creative side, what, tell us about I Love Mass and tell us about what you're showcasing within the city. What has your favorite project been so far? Um, that's a great question. I think the vlogs have been really fun. So we started this segment called Caleb versus Madison. Okay. Where we kind of take on the things that are going on in Madison and Neil is too chicken to do them, but, uh, <laughs> He kind of just throws me into it, you know. Like yeah. last week, we uh, I had we had the Mallards team, the baseball team, okay. yep. throw fast pitches at me, and I tried to hit one of them. I um, I did see that. Yeah, that so fantastic. things yeah. like that. Um, that's been really fun, just kind of like being creative with that, but also being a part of it. Um, so it's just it's just all of it's fun. We've, we've done food tournaments. Um, it's really great to like as I'm new to Madison, so it's really great yeah. for me to be able to learn like where is a great place to get good food and try all these places with Neil. And it's just been it's fun to. It's fun to create and it's also fun to like try the new things yeah. and that I can kind of relate to that because I'm from a city north of Milwaukee but it's only 10,000 people so I'm getting out to Milwaukee and working and find all these clients and I'm like I don't know anything yeah, about yeah. <laughs> at all and yeah. you probably have more of a background within the city itself yeah yeah I grew up here so like this is this is home to me been here for almost 40 years right yeah. and it's I crazy. didn't want to drop my age but we just did that it's all right uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't say 40 what you so right. we're, we're yeah, good yeah, we have a floor yeah. we have a floor yeah but it's like you know it, it's I just love the city and that's that's a word that I say is I love Madison yeah. and so to create the show and then to help others fall in love with the city see I'm a realtor so a lot of people I wanted to I want to help those that are new to Madison but I've seen those leave that didn't fall in love with Madison, and and often it's what we call the trailing spouse. Okay. So it's it's somebody that that moved here with their spouse for the for their job. They ended up not getting connected. Their spouse, meanwhile, at their job, got connected and became a part of the culture and loved the city of Madison. But they were at home. The trailing spouse was at home, isolated and alone. So we really want to cater to the trailing spouse. So not only are we like have this awesome entertainment type show, but we also have this really strong why. And we really want yes. to help this 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 lost crowd of people that really nobody even knows about. I, I we I'll talk about the trailing spouse, and I hear it all the time. They're like, "What's a trailing spouse?" And then I explain it. And they're like, "Oh shit, I am one." <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that. Aha moment. Yeah, yeah. And so so documenting, you know, helping those people are it's it's really powerful. What's your favorite unknown gem of Madison? Oh, where should we go right after we're done recording this well, show? I don't, I don't know if it's an unknown gem, but my favorite, absolute favorite place to hang out is the Wisconsin Union, and I just think okay. it's yeah. like, it's just such a, a chill atmosphere. The lakes there, there's usually live entertainment going on at all times. There's just people having fun. There's just there's not there's never any drama. It's just a really relaxed spot. They have um, food and beer and yeah. Is it just kind of like a general sort terrace. of yeah you area? buy beer okay. and brats and food and and just it's like a lot, whole lot of wisconsin there, there right? yeah and then and then it's just got the beautiful lake and the sunset sets right there and it's just gorgeous yeah you do since you have madison on you know a bit of lake on yeah, both sides you yeah. can have both the sunrise and the sunset yeah. so that is that is really 
really, I think, a fun point. How did real estate in this creative side, so like, I, I really like how you mentioned the trailing spouse and how you're able to use your real estate experience to show them these hidden gems without necessarily being a real estate agent. Right, right. And, and creatively, you can to show them mm -hmm. on the same token without taking them to these places directly and, and you know putting on your suit and having the clipboard and taking them through a site and yeah. here's yeah. the three bedroom loft sort of thing so yeah. how did yeah. that how did that develop creatively in terms of how you have the idea you have the thoughts so how did that develop for a more of a business side how did you yeah. say you know how did you get your first few clients or sponsors or however yeah. you know monetization wise for us it's like you know, you, you could spend money on advertising and have this direct reaction, this direct, you know, if I run radio advertising, you know, call me for this, right? Uh, with, with, with I Love Madison, it's documenting content and it's it, we're investing in providing value, but it has the same reaction, right? Like if we're providing great value for somebody that's new to Madison, and we're helping them and we're providing checklists of how they should start their new life in Madison and we're providing books for them and we're, we're doing all this extra things to help them get connected, they're gonna call on us when they're ready to buy a house, right? And and so there's this great end game for us where if I even if I invest $25,000 a year on, on I Love Madison, it's the same as doing the radio advertising, yeah. but with this we're creating value, like we're giving people real value. And then for Caleb, it works great too. I mean, he's he's showcasing his ability to create content and and document content, and so he has a great end game as well with uh, with helping people with their media. And tell me more about the media. So what what do you get to play with? What do you get to dive into with the media side of things? So it's pretty basic right now. Like I'm in the process of getting new equipment, and that's evolving. And yeah. I, I I only have one camera. I'm really limited by that. Um, so that's evolving and changing, but um, yeah, it's just really, it's kind of given me an opportunity to like think outside the box and think about outside of the, this is a corporate interview or even like a wedding, like everything has its kind of like standard, this is how it should be done. And then right. Madison kind of just busts that. It's like, we're going to go hit baseballs, like, you know, things <laughs> like that. Or we're going to go do food tournaments and eat food. And it's just really fun to be able to create that kind of video where it's like, there's no rules. We're just doing, having fun, doing our thing, and it's just really fun. So, and yeah. I like that a lot because I always think of like food shows. They're so like on Food Network. They're so basic on the surface. Right. Yeah. They provide the value. You can eat a burger a million times, and it has you know all the meats well done, the cheese, the mm -hmm. whatever. But you know you're able to take I Love Madison and throw different spins on. You're able to take it to the Mallards, and I believe yeah. I saw a hockey video where you guys were yeah. also, yeah. also oh, doing. Yeah. I was a hockey fan, so I saw a thumbnail. I'm like, I'm clicking on that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I love the the attitude behind it because it's not just a we're gonna go and we're gonna meet this client and we're gonna do this video. You know, you're doing. I, I'm trying not to ask a certain question yet, but I'm I'm getting that vibe from you guys already, and I like it because it is very against the grain and it's very different in attitude and I think that's something that really takes media as a whole and evolves it. Yeah. So we're, you guys are creating this within Madison and a year from now everybody's going to think of the Mallard scene, everybody's going to mm -hmm. think of stuff like that and how different it is and how it's not just the Food Network approach if you will of I'm going to eat this burger and I can tell you how it tastes but right. yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think too what's really exciting is it's all started off with just a podcast. Yeah. I literally was just going to record an audio podcast 
I reached out to Caleb to say, hey, can you help me do videos to promo the podcast? Okay. And then we, we thought, well, maybe we should do a vlog, but I don't, we don't know really what should it be about. It was like 15 weeks in, we decided to do the vlog. Yeah. And then the food tournament was just this crazy idea that like I don't know if this thing's gonna work. It ended up being the big a big thing, the big right? Thing, yeah. So like and and now like our next thing is is like we we're really excited about like Madison is known as the fittest city in Madison. That's why the CrossFit Games are here, and there is so much. The city gets voted all the time for being so fit. Well, I wanna I wanna partake in that, but. I'm, I'm a little chunky, right? <laughs> or what do we call uh, chubby? Making chubby, making chubby kid, making chubby, chubby, chubby kids cool again, <laughs> hip again. So, but like, I want to partake in that, but with this weight, I can't. So, I'm gonna go on a weight loss journey, and we're gonna document that, put that into I Love Madison, so that we can go play in Madison because there's, you know, there's there's trails, there's hills, there's lakes, there's so much terrain here to go have fun on. And uh, I'm limited on what I can do. So we're going to morph that into the show, which, again, so it's exciting. just like you can just keep pivoting. You yeah. can keep making these little adjustments that make this make the show, give it another set of context and, and improve the show. Well, and, like, with the fitness thing, like, we can showcase. It's the same thing. We're showcasing the trails, the lakes. Yeah. And, like, we wouldn't necessarily have a way to show that unless we did this. And mm-hmm. now people would be like, maybe we get a whole other audience with this, like, you have yeah. the food audience, and now you yeah. have the fitness audience. We're like, oh, wow, Matt never would have thought of ever going to Madison, but yeah. they have wicked bike trails. I'm gonna check it out. You know? And yeah. it's not you're not focusing on one niche, right? And right. I that that's so powerful because now you're starting to see, you know, when Vine stopped, you saw influencers on Vine have to readjust, oh, and yep, now yep. you have you know people on YouTube now or Instagram now, and and you know you could take that this conversation in that direction, but your niche is not within a certain clientele. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's powerful. So I'll dive into some quick questions. What do you love most about Madison living here? That so I live in a city of ten thousand has a beautiful lighthouse and lake and a church on top of the hill, and I take it for granted every day. What is that thing that you take for granted being in Madison? For me, as beautiful as the city is, and as so many hot spots, to me, what's the best about Madison is the people. Like there is just this. Uh, roll up our sleeves, get to work, uh, but but yet we have fun together. Like the the concerts on the square that take place right here, thirty thousand people get together every Wednesday night in the middle of summer, spread across this yard, and everybody's just chilling, drinking wine, and then it is dead silence when the music's playing. Like there's just so much respect for the arts, and uh, so it's just this 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 really rich like. Uh, small town feel in a bigger type city but yeah. not you know not too big but it's just this really rich vibe um, it's so hard to explain to anybody uh, I'll try to explain it to somebody and then about a year later they'll run into me and be like, I know exactly yeah. what you were talking about <laughs> yeah. yep. absolutely yeah uh, for me I, I'm still kind of learning I, I've only been here just two years so yeah. there's still a lot that I think I need to do like there's so many restaurants I still haven't been to there's so many I, I'm like I just need to get out more. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like, I, I like the people, I'm still meeting people, but I think for me it's just the beauty. Like there's the lakes and summertime in Madison is the best. Like it's just, it's just there's so much to do. There's so many things happening. Live music, concerts on the square, uh, the Union Terrace, there's just, there's a lot going on. And I, I need to get out more and like take part in it. There's so many festivals in Madison during the summer that they are now doing them during the week. 
Yeah, there's a festival every <laughs> they just day. Stack Jeez. them on top of each other. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. What all yeah. happens? What all goes wrong? So it, on the east side of Madison alone, there's five different neighborhood festivals, which will bring twenty to fifty thousand people to. And then there's on the square, there's art fair on the square, Taste of Madison, uh, um, concerts on the square. There's just like it seems like every weekend. Um, and then you've got yeah. Bratfest, which is a huge uh, thing to kick off. Then you got stuff at the university, like Crazy Legs. Um, it's just never and There's ending. bike races and, and regular races. Yeah, and you got CrossFit games. CrossFit and World games. And... Champion CrossFit games. I mean, like, they picked Madison. Like, it's crazy. That's so awesome. And they just renewed, too. They're going to be here for an really? additional two more years. So they're going to be here for five years total. I mean, it's just a world-class event right here right. in Madison. And then you've got Ironman. You've got... Uh, you got two different Ironman events. You've got the half Ironman and the full Ironman every year here in Madison. And uh, yeah, so it's it's really it's a special place. It's awesome. Yeah. Tapping into what you've learned about Madison, what what part of I Love Madison has been the most difficult to make happen? Grow our YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. I, know. I don't know we what it is. It. Facebook, we're just doing great. On Instagram, we're doing great. YouTube, we're just like. We have like 40 subscribers. Yeah, I just that, don't know what it is. We get like eight views per yeah. video. So if you're watching this, please go subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, right. yeah. Link in bio. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What about production-wise? What about the business side has been difficult? Um, well, from like from my creative side, I've just been frustrated with the lack of equipment. And I think that's all about to change. I'm like this close to getting more cameras and more mics and all that stuff. But at least for that, like... I wish that I had had this many cameras yeah. for the baseball thing. We just have one, and he's holding it, and if, if he sneezes, it's it's over, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I've just been frustrated with that. But I think that'll change, and that'll evolve, and we'll get better. You know, a year from now, we'll look back with it. Ah, okay, well. Remember that day? Remember, remember oh, those days? Remember. Yeah. No, I don't remember. I blocked it out, yeah. you know? But you, know, you guys know that. Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't start where you're at. You just you keep going. So that, yeah. for me, that's been the hardest. What about, like? Well, I think from a financial point i mean i'm losing money every month on it you know and that that's hard to to swallow but i don't i don't look at it as a i i shouldn't say i'm losing money i should say i'm investing money mm-hmm. every month because i know that what we're building is is fantastic um and we don't want to flood it with we've got a great sponsor right now in metcalf's market they've just been super um we love documenting for them and around what they what they provide they're local they support so many local businesses uh they just really fit with our brand so well so we've been blessed to have them um but you know i'd love to have more sponsors i'd love to to create more revenue so that we're not um you know spending money that that it was it was more of a break even um and um but that i that's just all part of growing it you yeah know? it comes um, that comes yeah. we're just we're still so new yeah yeah. I'm surprised that the podcast didn't do better. Like the okay. podcast has only been, you know, you know, it, it's it's getting a couple hundred to two, you know, two to two to four hundred an episode download, um, where our videos are getting, you know, five to fifteen, yeah. yeah, or yeah. the food yeah. tournament like ten, fifteen thousand views. Yeah, yeah. So that like some of that, it's like, well, if we didn't have the video stuff, I, I don't even know if the show would keep going, because the the podcast isn't growing as fast as I thought it would. Do you see? I love Madison's video content becoming more of a viral thing. So, like the the baseball is obviously a very hot hit topic. Right. On this. Yeah. I know that I, from experience, have had videos where I've SEO friendly made tutorials that I've put on YouTube, and one has ten thousand views. 
and I have one that I took way more time on, put way more effort in, SEO'd to, to high heaven, thumbnailed it, really yeah. everything. Still today, 18 views. <laughs> 18 views. And, yeah, and, that's, that's how it is, man. And yeah. that, that kills and it hurts because you can put so much effort into something and it, you, you know every ounce of you says this should succeed. Yeah. This should succeed, but it just falls short. What's something that has fallen short, like the podcast, mm -hmm. outside of Island of Madison? Where's that pivotal moment where you were at the edge and you either took that leap off or you didn't? Yeah. To me, it's just rest of the podcast. But, I mean, we were talking today, like, you, we, we just did this Mallards vlog and we thought it would be a five or 10,000 view vlog. And it's, better, yeah. and it's sitting at 1,800, which is still great. But, yeah. you know, it's still 1,800 eyeballs on, on what we're doing so that's that's awesome but um, yeah and I, and I think the, the the other thing too is when I originally launched the, the whole thing I went out and I found I wanted to find contributors so I wanted to find foodies and I wanted to find you know people that were into different things throughout the city and have them create content for the podcast like music or create contests for the blog like music was another one and I had all these people that were willing to do it and they were all excited about it and then when I said ready set go two of them wrote an article you know and it was like I just couldn't get that going um, and I just I said well that's just not the direction we're gonna go now so um, so I feel I feel like more of the blog writing has to come from me and which is that's just maybe the way it was meant to be and then I just need to find I'm, I'm not the best writer so I'm good at casting a vision but I'm not good at actually writing it out so I'm um, just hiring the right people to write and so again another growing pain another figuring it out making it better pivoting when we have to pivot and uh, we just find our way and for you what what was that moment at which you took the dive to fully committing to Isle of Madison and not maybe finding something a little bit more safe? Um, I think it was just the, like, his his vision casting was like, alright, this is, like, he was just like, this, this is what we're gonna do, and this is where I think it's gonna go. And it was, like, the first step into, like, I think I can make this, like, a, a career. Um, and so doing that, getting my feet a little bit wet, like, okay, I have some money coming in, some steady money, like, you're losing money, but I'm like, I'm <laughs> yeah. able to keep doing yeah. it. Sorry. Yeah. But like, I'm able to like make it more of a priority and being like, okay, he's paying me and I want to make this a thing. And now it's become more of like, now I'm co-hosting and it's like, this is really fun. And I'm like, if I could do this with Neil, I can do this, you know? And, and, and like he said in my end game is to showcase my video. So I've had people call me and be like, Hey, do you do, you do any freelance work? Cause they seen right. the, the vlog or stuff. I'm like, yes. So it just kind of, it, it's, yeah it's been a lot of that like just kind of word of mouth like do you do you do this and i'm like absolutely even though even though i'm underqualified i have to borrow equipment or rent equipment things like that i just make it happen and then like as i grow and build i'm like okay i can i can make this my full-time thing i remember when we did a video for it was with a really good foodie hip foodie mom she's got a hundred thousand followers on instagram she's just solid solid and um we did a video with showcasing a chef here in madison and you know, like we were gonna go to the. He's an actual farmer, uh, and and raises raises his own hogs, and then was gonna go back to the kitchen. And I, I'm like, Caleb, you think you could do this, like full production? And Caleb's like, I have no idea. <laughs> and he just dove in and I'm did like, a yeah, fantastic job. 
did my best with yeah. what I had. We yeah. borrowed cameras, we borrowed lav mics, we just like made it happen. Yep. And editing was a little shaky. We we, we didn't even know it. We're, there were moments where like I'm filming on this angle and he's filming on this angle, and I'm like, what were we thinking? You're in the shot. Here's this big dude right behind the chef. Like, what are we thinking? But yeah. like, you know, you just, just cut it out and make it happen. Trying to make it work. And next yeah. time, there, I do so many things different, but yeah. it's just part of the growing. You know, what did you grow. learn from that experience that that propels you now today? <laughs> um, for one, don't stand across yeah. each other. <laughs> In a um, different kitchen, too. That kitchen was that hard. That kitchen was hard. Oh, yeah, really? I, there yeah. was just there was a lot of like little things. So like audio, um, I, I would I would I, it was all over the place. I would you know work on that better. I would do lighting better. Like we had different cameras, so I didn't know color correcting. I didn't know lighting and all that stuff at the time. Um, so just a lot of little little things that maybe people wouldn't notice, but like as a creator, I'm like, yeah. oh, I cringe, yeah. I cringe yeah. at I know how, how that, that used to look. Um, and then you know just the shooting like how the angles and where we were and yeah the the location was tough but yeah on where we're we gonna well, go I, I talked to somebody afterwards uh that that has done a lot of food cooking shows and she told me the steps there's actual steps like you have three different cameras you have one doing this you have one doing that and then you have one on the ingredients you have one on the pan you like you you know like set it all up and i'm like oh we didn't we were just yeah. like, i was gonna say yeah <laughs> can i, I think, get a shot of that yeah i think okay. too <laughs> we were so on the fly like there were things yeah. we missed because yeah. we only had yeah i would have three or four cameras yeah. we had just two and that, that wasn't enough uh i wish we had so it's just you just you learn you learn yeah i mean we have probably three or four different audio things happening right now right. just you never know what can happen what you're gonna like what you're not gonna like what can go wrong what can go wrong uh, some things can go wrong my laptop could die my this could die uh, the camera anything yeah. can happen yeah. so yeah. It's, it's good to have backup so is this what you guys both do full-time yeah this is what you're full yeah. best yeah. so what has yeah. been the biggest growing pain for instance with you financially how has that affected you outside of this yeah so when I stepped I, I try to do everything at once, right? I stepped down from the CEO role to launch, real or to launch my uh, I Love Madison and to launch my sales career again. Starting my sales career, I, I had 16 years of experience, so I thought it was just going to be a flip of the switch and I would start selling houses again. It didn't happen, and so that that was that was a struggle. This winter, last winter was was pretty testing, and then uh, you know getting through that. At the same time, I'm investing money in I Love Madison and trying to grow I Love Madison. So it was like nothing was balancing, but I just knew. I, mean, I went there was just a few months ago, man. It was just like, you know, I teared up in my office. Like he walked in, he's like, "You all right, dude?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm fine." <laughs> like, I just don't know. If, like this, nothing is happening. And then my wife and I were trying to adopt in that okay. same time. So it was like it just felt like everything was collapsing. Um, but you just that's when you you grow in your faith, man. It's just like. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get through this, and I'm gonna. Uh, and, and and things are just gonna work, and we just keep plugging along, and um, and we and we made it. We're making it. Making we're, it. We're, yeah. We're doing better right now. We always say we started yeah. from the bottom. Yeah, it's great. We really yeah. did. Yeah. 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 Yep. And and what have you learned in your first dive full into entrepreneurship? I so my first year of real estate. I had no money. Like my wife and I had like a hundred dollars to our name, like savings, checkings. Like yeah. we, I was working like several jobs. Um, I, I just didn't know real estate was one of those things that like it takes a long time to build. Like any business, but especially when you're new to a city and you're really young. I just had like not to play the victim, but I had a lot of things against me. Oh, absolutely. Me. Yeah. Um, and so like I was supplementing income with media. I was working at a 
you know, like a convenience store. I'm like doing all these things. And so I can only go up from there. Like we had nothing. So we can only, <laughs> only get better. Um, but with media, like I just, it's a passion. It's something I really like. It's something I'd love to learn about. And people can see that. And so they're like, oh, like will you do this, this video for me? Even though I'm super unqualified, I just make it happen. And now it's turning into like, okay, I actually do know what I'm doing. Do know what I'm doing. And like, I can charge what I want to charge and people will pay it and I'm like, I'm growing. So now my wife and I are more, way more comfortable. I'm going to be able to buy more equipment and it's just, it's that journey. But like, yeah, yeah like, well, I think both of us at pretty similar times are both like, what are we doing? Like, this yeah. is so hard. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure there'll be ups and downs. Like, it's not going to just be overnight success, but yeah, it's constant. Like, we got this. We're, we're going for it. How have you both handled that internal voice? See, I'm good. <sighs> With me being older, I'm twice his age, right? So it's been interesting because I kind of feel like I'm 20 again. Yeah. Like I'm starting over, and and which is exciting. And then he'll he'll say something or do something, and I'll be like, No, I'm I'm 40. <laughs> I'm 40. And, uh, and uh, but but the I think that internal voice is is I've learned that I I have authority over it. I've learned that I can I can turn that off. That that uh, um, you know I, I've dealt with a lot of anxiety in my life and and just the ability the authority that I have that God has given me to command the enemy to leave um, and I, I really take that seriously and that's been a huge part of my just my well-being and my growth and uh, fear can creep into any business and creep into our heads so easily uh, and if we don't command it to leave it'll take us over. What about? both of you goes against the grain what makes you have that misfit mentality you want to go first sure I, <laughs> I i have tried to challenge the status quo my entire career yes so as a realtor there's this very traditional way of selling real estate of 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 chasing business of going cold calling and door knocking and going out and i've always wanted to attract business instead of chase business and so with that in attracting business, I've focused on being vulnerable and being real and being really who I am because people can't relate to your perfection. And so the more real I am and the more vulnerable I am, the more they relate to me. And then the more they relate to me, the more they want to use me as their realtor. So with that, I've challenged the status quo a lot because, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm here sitting here in shorts. There's most realtors out there that would have a suit and tie on at all times. Uh, I, I uh, will tell, I just posted a story today on LinkedIn where, you know, I mean, I just talk about my anxiety problem. I talked about my weakness. I talked about some of my failures. I've been open. You go to my About Me page and it talks about my failure in the recession. Um, you know, I've just been really real. And and that really makes a lot of people cringe. And uh, and so, so challenging the status quo uh, where it's a very status quo type business uh, it's been fun. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, it's it's um, it's a little bit different. Where like I I just can't do the nine to five job. It's similar with the suit and stuff. I, I hate the suit and tie. I hate that like nine to five like working for somebody else. I just I can't stand that. I want to work for me. I want to have my own. It's super selfish, but I want to have my own like my own my own schedule, my own job, my own what I love what I love to do. And um, it's just been kind of that journey. Like I want to do media. How do I get there? I challenge the status quo. Can't just I can't work a nine to five job and do do what I want to do. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that's a good. Answer. I wrote this question two different ways to appease to both of you individually. But what did you learn 
from your first big production, you can use the, the chef, the food one that is helping you. So the, the way I normally would word is what, would, what did you learn in your first 10%, your first like couple hundred views, couple hundred followers, couple hundred subscribers that was harder or easier to learn that helped you for your next 90%. Hmm. Um, yeah, I just think of, like, about where I was at, like, editing-wise and, and, like, technical knowledge-wise. Like, I didn't know anything, but I jumped into it and was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out as I go. And uh, you grow through that, and you realize, okay, you look at all the mistakes you made, and you, and you realize, okay, I can do that differently. Um, like, we're talking about the Internet. The Internet's super great for learning things. It's like YouTube and Google, so many things, like how to do this in editing, or how to do this shot, or how to, what's the best camera to get, or tripod, those those kinds of things just like, have helped me, and then I did a uh, weekly vlog for a long time on my YouTube, and for, uh, I don't know, how long did I do that for? <laughs> Years. Um, yeah, I did, I basically did it for a year, Yeah. and it didn't grow to as much as I thought it would, but at this point, I don't care about the numbers anymore, I just wanted to post weekly, and, and sometimes I even post, post it daily. And, and looking back on those vlogs, like every week it helped kind of hone, hone in my craft. Like getting, getting like it would, the first video I did took me like two hours to edit. By the end, you know, I was just like banging them out in like 30, 40 minutes. Because yeah. I have it dialed in, I know what I'm doing, I know how to cut, I know the software really well. Um, so just that kind of like, that, working on the craft, just doing it as I go. Um, I don't have any degree, I just kind of, everything I do is just self-taught. And, I, and I'm, I'm so basic compared to other people, like so I'm just gonna keep growing. I'm just gonna keep getting there. It's fantastic. And for you, your first house that you sold. Oh, what yeah. What did you learn from that first sale? Oh, my. Oh, man, that yeah. you still oh. utilize today. Oh, gosh. I, that first sale was just was just a mess. <laughs> just <laughs> Tell me about it. I mean, just thinking about, well, one of them is is that, you know, one of, I don't know, it wasn't my first one, but one of my first ones, the, the buyer asked me how important an inspection was. And I said, it's pretty, it's pretty important, you know. And he's like, ah, I don't think I'm going to do one. Today, I would never, ever, ever, ever let a buyer buy a house without doing an inspection. I don't care how much money you have or what the case is, you always want to do an inspection. So, like, just, just that. And then, and then I also didn't know, uh, I, I just didn't know how to really represent somebody, right? Really take care of somebody. Um, you know, I mean, I had gone through the training, I was licensed, I had staff behind me. But, but to where I'm at today and the things that I can advise uh, my client of getting through, um, you know, I mean, it's like, I feel like I could land a crashing plane right now, yeah. right? Like where before that, that he, plane would have just crashed. He's landed my crashing planes yeah. when yeah. I was in real estate. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you just learn so much and can use it. Yeah. yeah. Which big name celebrity would you like to consult and why? Ooh, I would, I would love. Gary V for sure, but I, I'm really admiring Will Smith right now. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. You know, and I'll leave your favorite, uh, <laughs> but but I really admire Will Smith. I think I think he made such an awesome pivot right now to yeah. resonate with the YouTube crowd, and and when he could just drift away and and keep producing movies and just kind of be, I, I think I think that guy is just brilliant, and I really admire him. Yeah. And your favorite. Casey Neistat. Yeah, there, you go. <laughs> there it is. I just, yeah. uh, it's unhealthy, but it I, it's, he knows it's unhealthy, but he's just, he's just, 
he's what got me vlogging basically yeah like just i mean in so many he's inspired so many but him yeah obviously gary, gary vaynerchuk will smith is just kind of like rocking into this like amazing position yeah. there's so many on youtube um but for sure casey neistat yeah and which celebrity do you look at and wonder why they don't do something so like for example for me i can watch a youtube video from big 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 channels and i'm from a creative side picking it apart piece oh, by sure. piece yep. and that could be for any field who's the one big name that you mm. watch or you see their content or their whatever it is that they do for a living and and say but what if you did this yeah do you have anything i have to I think about think that for a second um that's a good question that's a really good question because we, we always see these people as, as such a high pedestal, and we always look right. up to these people. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, Casey Neistat makes great content, but other people make great content, too. Right. And yeah. what do you think Casey could learn from maybe Peter McKinnon or MKBHD? Right. Yeah. Or what could, you know, people on Million Dollar Listing learn from you or somebody else, you know, yeah. that, that you see them maybe having fault in? I, I don't know, like... I, I think with like Peter McKinnon and MK, how do you say MK? MKBH. Marcus Brownlee. Yeah, yep, Marquez. And uh, like Casey, like they all have their own. Like you would never see, I would never expect to see a super high quality production like Marquez does on Casey's channel. So I feel like he's, I feel like each person is almost owned up to their like imperfections per se. Yeah. Whereas like Peter McKinnon and, and Marquez are like so high quality. I'm just blown away by how like high tech Marquez is. I I, I can't am, think of anything. My that I current would number one favorite YouTube channel. Yeah, he's, hands down. Did you see that last one? Oh my gosh, the, the RGB phone. Yeah, yeah, the gaming phone and stuff. Just how he had that like turn. I'm everything. like, oh, that's so everything. amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, <laughs> I I don't know like how you can make that any better. Um, right. I'm sure you can, but I, I don't know how. Um, whereas Casey, like, I don't think he focuses too much on the production side it's more of the storytelling and just the like keeping you engaged um i've always wondered why casey doesn't do a little bit more higher quality like I agree. admittedly i agree um you know he threw his uh you know um canon 1dx mark ii on the ronin eskimo when he first got it and mm -hmm. it was shaky and i'm like did you even take time to like sit yeah so i mean and it's just, you know, I think each person kind of does their own thing. Like, Peter McKinnon would never do that. No. Um, yeah. But I also don't think Peter McKinnon is as interesting as Casey Neistat is. True. I, I think, I just think Casey's, like, a little bit more interesting. Peter's cool, but, um, so, I, yeah, I don't know. I think there are things that I, I wonder why they don't do, but at the same time, it's just, like, who they are. Kind of owned up to it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Makes perfect sense. Cool. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's my philosophy. That is exactly the answer that I would give to you. Ah, okay, nice, yeah. nice. Okay, so. cool. How do you see them taking their imperfections and building on them? And how do you take your imperfections and just break them? Just entirely smash right through them. Yeah. For me, I just got to break through fear. Because fear holds me down so much. And uh, and so just, just continuing to, to know who I am. Uh, my faith plays a huge part in all of that. And just just uh, just leaning into my faith and and knowing that uh, I'm a child of God and that I'm loved and that I can break through that. Um, so, cause a lot of it, you, you can go you can get to your head, you know, and it can slow you down. And so, um, you know, when, when you don't get a lot of views or when you don't get a lot of sponsors and, and things get hard, you kind of can doubt what you're doing. And, and you, for me, you just got to keep going, 
Um, so, yeah. For me, it's a comparison game. Okay. I, oh, yeah. I am. I get so caught up in. Oh, but like, I don't even want to. I've not posted too many videos on my YouTube channel for a while because I'm like, I just I don't have the best equipment, and I'm just and I know so many YouTubers are like, yeah, but you can do it with just. But it's like. But you need a certain, yeah. you do need a certain degree, and I'm st I'm still below that. Um, so it's to me, it's compare comparison. Um, I just had a friend move to New York. He's already met Casey Neistat. He's already been in the vlog. He's already like, he's got better equipment than I do. He's just like, and it just becomes like this. I just want to die because like I'm never gonna be as good as them. I'm never gonna, you know what I mean? Like it's this comparison giant. I'm like, they're up here. I'm down here. Why even try? Um, so it's just kind of breaking through that, and then like working extra hard so I can get that base level equipment where I'm like, okay, now like, I have no excuse. I just need to create. I just need to do this. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like, that's that's my biggest thing is breaking through that. And is it not times like this where production-wise, you can work on things now that they are currently not? Totally. Because they are content with where they are and happy yeah. with where they are. And the same thing with I Love Madison. It's not on TV. It's not on E! News. It's right. not on this, but you're still taking it and learning from these things while you see everybody else content and happy with where they are and not trying new things. And right. you get to go and stand in front of baseballs and you guys yeah. get to go out and record and showcase all this amazing stuff that those people wouldn't even consider because they don't have to. Right. Yeah, they're comfortable. They're com That's what I'm, I'm afraid of is complacency. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, like, I don't ever want to, like, even if we're getting 10,000 views per vlog and 50,000 per... We have all the sponsors we need, and we're we're fine financially. Like I'm still, I hope that at that place I'd be able to be like, what's what, what could we do What's different? Next? What yep. can we? What different angle? How can we incorporate the new drones or technology that's that's out? You know, what we gotta. It's always staying ahead of the game. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's my biggest fear. What inspires you most right now? Oh. He's nice to outside I know I'm just kidding yeah no I think what inspires me most is is really like what what we can do as videographers yeah. and like I'm, I'm I'm I just love trying to be creative I love storytelling I love trying to to document the flavor and the culture mm -hmm. of where we're at and I'm I'm really like inspired to try to get to get better at that like every time I watch one of our vlogs like okay that's good but how could we have done it better, better right. and uh, I'm just inspired to keep going yeah. you know like can't wait for the next event can't wait for the next story to tell yep. and um, yeah and I'm a realtor too so I'm always you know, yeah <laughs> right? yeah but, that but is like, an ever really I'm not I'm not too inspired in the real estate world you know like yeah. uh, it's it's starting to like I'm settled in there right where I'm just really excited about creative and, and you've and noticed that and you've taken it and you've created yourself something that keeps you inspired. Right. That's and it. that's, that's yep. inspiring in and of alone yeah, itself. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I think it's like I, I want to push the limits. So, like, all right, we hit a baseball with the minor league team. What if we hit a baseball with the major league team? Yeah. yeah. Or what if we did something with the Packers? Or what if – so it's like it's. I get inspired by, like, okay, we did that. What what door can be opened? But now? I think if we go to the Brewers, we've just got to get you to race as a sausage. Right? Yeah, that's Don't your you, new thing. It's like get me to be a get, sausage. Get him boy. a sausage and be a. Or can, do they have volunteer racers for that? Sausage I don't race? even know. I mean, yeah, I think it's that. Is like what doors can we open? It's like what back door can open the next front door? That's true. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. You know, because you never like what connections right. can we make? And then obviously, I keep mentioning the equipment, but when I get more stuff, like. 
we'll be able to do so many more things. I'm just really like slow-mo and low light and just all those things that like I've been dying for for so long. It's fantastic. So I thought we were seven degrees away from a sausage. We're one. One. We're one. Only one degree yeah. away from being a Is it six sausage. degrees or seven degrees? Is it six or seven? I thought it was six degrees. I thought it was seven. I think it's yeah. seven. Um, Maybe even with a younger crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm only, two, I'm only two away from Casey. Internet there thing go. came out at yeah. six. It's not maybe. six. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe there's new analytics. Yeah. <laughs> On that same token, what would you tell a version of him at your age? Ooh. Oh. Give it to me. Yeah. Patience. Hey. hey. I've heard is. that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And That's I say it every day. Yeah. Like just chill, dude. Like yeah. just wait, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Which yeah, is hard true. when when you have, you know, when you're investing in and in trying to support yourself because it's not a, you know, it's hard to have patience when you yeah. need, you know, at, yeah. at some point with with family, it, it is a need. Yeah, it's yeah. a need. Yeah. And I feel like I'm I feel like I'm that old that old man like patience. Patience, patience <laughs> my child. Yeah, grass And it helps that we're all yeah. crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We patience. can do patience. that. <laughs> I know. If I had a yeah. dollar for a time, you tell me to be patient. Yeah. Um, but it's true. Like, biz- no business. What like no business has ever st- no there's there is no such thing as overnight success right, right. Um, and you know I've heard Gary Vaynerchuk say like there's no such thing and then someone yeah. was like well, what about like the Kardashians and and he was like well the Kim and Chloe and all the the kids they had already they their parents had already built up a big business so they just walked in on that yeah. so but no business like their parents yeah. had to go through that process there's no nothing short so it's remembering that like. I just gotta be patient. I just gotta like. I just gotta make it. I gotta make it happen. I gotta be patient. I gotta wait. Because you know nothing. You know we're we're like what five months in, six months right. in, and I'm yeah. like, why don't we have a million subscribers? Yeah. It's like, bro, yeah. like, chill. Yeah. Give it five years, and if we still are where we're at, then like, then we'll reconsider. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, just patience. It's good. Oh, man, my heart is for my kids, and uh, I think I think too. You know, I, I just want to leave a huge legacy for my kids, and and then I want them to to go on and leave a legacy. And I think um, I think too, like there's just so many people in this world that are hurting, and and you know, depression, anxiety. Uh, there's just there's just this there's just a lot of people hurting, and I I really hope that I can inspire people. I hope that I can make a difference in the world. I end every one of my videos with be the reason somebody smiles today um, because I really want that to ripple. I really would love more to hear more people, uh, less people struggle with anxiety and less struggle with depression and less um, just, just uh, you know, fear riddles so many people. And uh, I would love to put an end to that. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I think for me, uh I, I just have the like I just I do want to make a difference somehow even if it's in a small community of people um, I just I want to have some sort of like yes Caleb did he did great things I want to do great things um, and also just like there's there's so many people like lost and like yeah like you said like just broken and hurting and like there there is a God who loves you and yeah. like you know yeah. like just just like there 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 is a higher power that that loves and cares about you and just turning to that like is awesome yeah it, it's, you don't have to do it alone um, but I think yeah ultimately like I want to leave a legacy for my, my, my kid my kids and just like really I want to make an impact I don't know how but I do I want to make an impact that's awesome yeah that's awesome that's really inspiring where can people find you guys 
I love MadisonShow.com. I love Madison Show on Facebook. I love Madison Show on don't even Don't even tell them the Facebook and Instagram. Just tell them our YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I love Madison check Show on, on YouTube. Check direct yeah. all the traffic to yeah, we'll take all comments on, on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. yes. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us, YouTube. And individually as well. Yeah, LinkedIn. Neil Mathwig on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, Caleb Jar on LinkedIn. J-A-H-R. Um, and yeah, I'm on Instagram, uh, YouTube. I have my yeah. own personal YouTube as well. Um, and I want to keep the, creating on that, but it's kind of taking a step back. And I'm like, what do I want to do? What do I want to focus on, yeah. uh, personal brand-wise? But yeah, and then yeah, you can find jarmedia.com, right. J-A-H-R. Uh, I have a website. So Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thanks we for appreciate you guys so very Thank much. You, we appreciate yeah. what you guys do for media, yeah. for the world, for inspiration. I think, yeah, everything. I think. This will be the reason a lot of people smile today. Yeah. Hey. And I think that that's, yeah. that's what's important. So thank you guys so yeah. much. I'll see you next time. It's fun.